Thank you, loving Father, for giving us an opportunity again to study your word. We thank you for the privilege of communing with you. We have come here to seek strength for our labor, to seek more motivation to continue in the way of the Lord. We pray, Father, that you grant to us your spirit, purify our hearts, help us, Lord, that through this study we shall continue to do the will of God and that our hearts shall be lifted up to heaven to dwell in heavenly places with you. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. Maranatha, November 18 The Soul Winner's Reward They that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn away many to righteousness as the stars for ever and ever. Daniel 12 verse 3 When I think of those words of Daniel, I find myself waking up in the night and repeating them over and over. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Look at the sun and the stars marshaled in the heavens, and known by their names. The Lord says, They that turn many to righteousness shall shine as the stars forever and ever. In order to determine how important are the interests involved in the conversion of the soul from error to truth, we must appreciate the value of immortality. We must realize how terrible are the pains of the second death. We must comprehend the honor and glory awaiting the ransomed and understand what it is to live in the presence of him who died that he might elevate and ennoble man and give to the overcomer a royal diadem. The worth of a soul cannot be fully estimated by finite words, by finite minds. How gratefully will the ransomed and glorified ones remember those who were instrumental in their salvation. No one will then regret his self-denying efforts and persevering labor, his patience, forbearance, and earnest heart yearnings for souls that might have been lost had he neglected his duty or become weary in well-doing. Now these white-robed ones are gathered into the fold of the great shepherd. The faithful worker and the soul saved through his labor are greeted by the lamb in the midst of the throne and are led to the tree of life and to the fountain of living waters. With what joy does the servant of Christ behold these redeemed ones who are made to share the glory of the Redeemer? How much more precious is heaven to those who have been faithful in the work of saving souls. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars. What is done through the cooperation of men with God is a work that shall never perish but endure through the eternal ages. Amen.
and the devotion title is the soul winner's reward and the key text daniel 12 verse 3 mentions those that be wise wisdom here is referred to as being instrumental to the conversion of someone or instrumental to the salvation of your soul and we are told in order to see the value or the wisdom we need to evaluate appreciate the value of immortality so there are many other things to consider but i just want to think about immortality in order to determine how important are the interests involved in the conversion of the soul from error to truth we must appreciate the value of immortality wisdom here to me seems to be like someone who makes an investment there's a term called return on investment and it is said to be a benefit gained by an investor from an investment so what's the investment here the investment is in the soul who turns away from error to righteousness and what is the return the return is immortality one of the returns here is immortality a life that measures with the life of god for how many years we have lived here on earth let's say 70 80 50 100 the return of the life that is given to god return on the life lived for god in righteousness giving one's life to the principles of godliness the principles of the commandments of god the return for that is eternal life the wisdom here is that this is a business let me put it like in a business term this is over 100 percent return on investment it's not even in percentage if you want to look at it not with 1000 years it's not 10,000 years it's not 100,000 it's not 1 million it's not 10 billion it's not 100 trillion years over the short time we have lived here on earth the gain of living for Christ far outweighs the investment or the pain or the suffering or the ridicule or the mockery we face here the return on investment the benefit we gain in following Christ cannot be quantified and if only we can look with the eye of faith and make the investment today then our future will really be that of one who has made a wise and wise investment in following Christ and we are told the same thing so when we are working with souls today we should understand that what is at stake is eternal interest the person at the moment may be harsh the person at the moment may be impatient hostile complacent not even thinking about does not even understand what you're talking about the encouragement from god to us is that we should not look at the present moment too we should look at the return on investment while the person may not understand it could be a family member could be a friend it could be a co-worker a neighbor whatever or whoever the person is we should not look at the present moment but maintain godly integrity maintain righteousness maintain persevering effort in the conversion of that soul prayers bible study whatever may be necessary sending the sms that text whatever may be necessary we need to do it with the mind that 
the return on this investment is eternal life. The person may not appreciate it now, but in the future, surely, the person will appreciate it. So I pray that God will give us the grace to persevere, to look ahead at the joy that is set before us. At least for one thing we've been told so far, on immortality. How can someone be living an immortal life and you can be, it can be attested that you were responsible for it? The joy, can know any, the joy knows no bound indeed. I pray that God will help us to be faithful and persevering, even in this work. In Christ's name, Amen. They that be wise shall shine as the firmament. Whenever I see the word to be wise, uh, there are many things that come to mind. The Bible defines wisdom as keeping the commandments of God. I think that's in Proverbs 28 verse 7 that says, A wise son will keep his father's commandments. So that's what it means to be wise. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, also reading from verse 4 downwards, you see there that God said he was giving to the Israelites the Ten Commandments and he told them this will be your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations who shall hear all these commandments and say, what nation is there so wise and so understanding that has God so near to them as this nation? For what nation is there that has such laws and such statutes and judgments like this nation? Wisdom is to follow the commandments of God. And Jesus summed it up in Matthew 7 verse 24 by saying, Therefore, whosoever heareth these words of mine and doeth them, I will liken him to a wise man that built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew upon that and beat down on the house. And the house did not fall. And then he said that whosoever heareth the words of mine and doeth them not, I will liken him also a foolish man that builded his house on the sand. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew. And then beat upon the house, and the house fell, and great was the fall of it. They that be wise, those who listen to the commandments of God and does them, shall shine as the firmament. And those who go further by entering into the work of winning souls, the fact is that it's not everybody who is actively in the work of winning souls. Some, we do it by our character. We do it in very, in very, let me say, indirect manner. But there are those who have made it their business and their life's work to speak to people door to door, house to house, preaching and sermons and talking to people to continue in the narrow way and those who are not there, bringing them into the narrow way so that they can be in the kingdom of God. There are such ones who will shine as the stars forever and ever. What are we supposed to do with this kind of information? For me, I'm looking forward by faith to that day. To see the reward of the soul winner. To understand that whatever we are doing now, we are not wasting our time. The self-denial, all the effort that has been put, all the money spent, because it takes sacrifice to win souls. You sacrifice your life, which is your time. That is what it means to give your life for the brethren. In the book of 1 John 3 verse 16, we read, For this is love, that God laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our life for the brethren. How do we lay down our life for the brethren? My life is made up of seconds. That's how my life is measured. Seconds, minutes, hours, days, years. 
what do I use my life to do means what do I use my time to do. If I'm using my time to speak to people or contribute to something that is winning souls for Christ, then I am laying down my life for my brethren. And it takes, like I said, you are actually denying yourself and you're giving your life for someone else. Whereas that life could have been used for yourself. It could have been used to invest some things on this world and then bring returns for yourself. But the Bible promises us to encourage us. It is not a lie. But there's a world that is coming that is different from this present world. The sooner we realize this thing, the sooner it becomes a reality to us, the better for everyone. Because you have to look through the eyes of faith that there's a new kingdom coming. It is this kingdom that John and James believed in when they said to Jesus, we want to sit by your right hand and your left. They had evidence that there was a kingdom coming. They believed it. I also believe that there's a new kingdom coming. All the governments of this world are going to go down. All the kings of this earth are going to go down. A new king is coming and he is going to have his people and he is recruiting them now. And those people are recruiting others for that new kingdom. And the laws of that kingdom is the law of God, the Ten Commandments. That is the constitution by which that kingdom functions. Very soon, kingdoms of this world will go away. That stone in Daniel 2 is coming. And it's going to destroy every kingdom that is in this world. And he will set up his own kingdom. And in that kingdom, those who have labored for him here, who have prayed just like Jesus, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, thy kingdom come. How do you pray thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven? By pushing forward the kingdom of God on this earth in preaching the three angels' messages to people, telling them the present truth, Revelation 14 from verse 6 to 9, present truth, warning them of the seal of God and the mark of the beast and telling them what they need to do. This is our work. And in that new kingdom, we are going to see that all the labor that we have put here will not be in vain. Even I, who am saying it, don't understand completely. It is then that I will understand it more perfectly. By the grace of God, when we do make it to that kingdom, every one of us who are involved in winning souls to Christ, when we do make it there, we will see indeed that heaven is cheap and that all our labors is not or have not been in vain. So, I encourage every one of us, continue in your self-denying practices to make it to the kingdom of God. Continue winning souls for Christ. Don't think you are wasting your time. Don't think that there is something better you can do with your life. The most important work, whether you see it or not, but I wish you are seeing it, the most important work that has been committed to man is the giving of the present truth for this time. Don't let anything to take your attention. Press on. Don't stop. Don't let anybody discourage you. Don't let anyone tell you you are wasting your time. Continue in this work. In due season, you will reap if you faint not. May that be our experience. In Jesus' name, amen. Our Father, we thank you for another opportunity to hear from you this evening. 
we pray that your Holy Spirit will open before us every soul that we need to search out and encourage to be on the journey to immortality. Give us wisdom, give us understanding, give us a love for souls that is similar to the type you have, Lord. Help us to put our resources, our energy, our time, and everything that will be required to win souls to your kingdom. We are told the benefit outweighs the sacrifice. Please, encourage us and give us your spirit to do this work effectively. And thank you for hearing us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. <music>